Welcome to Prairie Craft Almanac, a podcast exploring craft, nature, and simple living. From discussions on sewing and knitting to sharing valuable resources to just chatting about what's going on in the garden or studio, this is where I like to talk about all things creative. I'm your host, Leanne, and I'm also the maker behind Moth and Rust DIY, a blog where I share free patterns, tutorials, and more. I'm all about living a creative life while also striving for sustainability. It's always my goal to inspire, encourage, and lift up others in their own creative journeys. Today, I'm chatting about what I've been up to. (laughs) Finally, I'm talking about art at the amphitheater and I'm sharing a bit of my thought process as far as how I want to proceed with my blog and recording and whatnot. It is not earth shattering, but I feel the need to get it out there and also give a quick book recommendation. It is my dearest hope that I won't have another two month gap in between episodes, at least for a while. Anyway, let's get into it. I recently saw a meme that really spoke to me. It read, Adulting is sane, but after this week, things will slow down a bit, over and over until you die. (laughs) Uh, I still don't think I really qualify as an actual adult, but this is possibly the most relatable thing ever, and I'm sure you can agree with that. Um, I'm really right now holding back the urge to mention and apologize for the fact that I haven't posted any new patterns for a while. Well, did I just mention it? (laughs) Yeah, it's been a little while since I've done much of anything on the blog or anywhere else online. I kind of knew I'd be doing less since garden season is in full swing, but I didn't really mean to quit doing stuff altogether. But you may have noticed, if you do follow me on social media, one thing I had been spending quite a bit of time on lately was focusing on organizing an art and craft show at the brand new amphitheater in Mays, Kansas, which is a small town very near and dear to me. And as a way of sparking extra interest and sort of showing what's possible, I was pretty much given free reign to organize this show and it turned out to be, despite the heat and the construction that kind of blocked um, the main road to the event, it was such a wonderful event still. I'm so happy that we were able to offer this as a free event for the vendors and for the shoppers too, of course. Um, But especially with the price of everything going up, it's nice to give creators and small business owners a break. I was really nervous right before the show, as I always am before a show. Um, And I wasn't really even planning on having a very impressive booth myself. And by the time I got there and uh, some stuff happened, I hardly really had any booth at all. But that's a different story. Um, That wasn't my main concern, though. I was just really anxious about the other vendors and making sure that everyone was okay and that I didn't make some huge mistake and screw up something for someone else. But as it always seems to do, um, things worked out and it was a really great day. The new amphitheater um, and park space there is really so lovely and big and just, I think, will be a huge asset to this community. There is hope that eventually there will be a regular farmer's market held there 
and I'm hoping I can be possibly involved, and if not, just a vendor maybe. Um, but at this moment, I don't have any more information on that. I Maybe next year it'll be a reality, but I realize it's kind of late now um, as far as getting people organized, but that might be something I'll be working toward. Again, the show was really great, and a lot of vendors told me afterwards how much they enjoyed it and that they'd like to do it again. I met a bunch of new people, and I got to chat with old friends who came out, which was fantastic. The only regret I have, um, aside from cutting my finger on my folding table, which is, again, another story, um, is that I didn't even get to go around and look at everyone's booth. So I didn't really get any footage or photos or anything else from the actual event, aside from a couple photos I posted before it got started, but those weren't honestly the best. I believe some vendors got photos at their booths, which is good. Uh, but I could really kick myself for not documenting this because it was really cool. I made this same mistake, uh, sort of, at the Clearwater Art Walk. I actually did get a lot of video footage of that, but I didn't take any photos. Um, and I thought this time I won't slack on that, but I did. I'm still disappointed with myself, but hopefully next time, because the lineup of artists and makers was truly fantastic. Sadly, a couple people did have to cancel at the last minute, but we ended up getting those spots filled with other fantastic people who were on the waiting list. And also, after seeing everyone set up, um, I think we can get quite a few more vendors than I had originally thought. So if we do this again, which I think is very likely someday, if not, um, if not in the fall, we'll see. But if we do this again, I think we'll have room for a lot more. So aside from art at the amphitheater. The rest of my time has been spent sewing and growing, well, watering anyway, and just barely attempting to keep the weeds at bay. It has been another weird year in the garden. At the end of May and throughout June, we had fairly cool weather and actually quite a lot of rain, but the heat is here now. <laughs> it's dry now, and um, I'm blaming a lot of my failures on the weather. So the now six green cotton plants I have left, and by green I mean uh, the cotton fiber will be green. The plants are green too. They look pretty healthy, but I only have six of them left. And they are all different sizes. There is one that's about the size I think they should be at this time, but then there are some that are quite a bit smaller and one or two that look really stunted, although they're starting to bloom and appear to be growing little cotton bowls. So we'll see what happens. I'm not sure what's going on, but hopefully I will get enough viable seeds to try to plant more next year. The okra and peppers and tomatoes look great, although it's almost too hot for the tomatoes to set on. Um, growing beets has been a struggle. The potatoes and onions did fairly well. We've harvested all of them now, I think. And my blue corn has quite a few ears on it and they're filling out nicely. And so hopefully I will at least uh, have some of that to either try to make into <laughs> corn tortillas or if I get really lazy, I'll feed it to my chickens because they like me to crack corn for them. I was concerned about raccoons, but I think because it's the hard flint type of corn and not a sweet corn, they don't seem to be bothering it so much and hopefully won't. I planted pumpkins, which look nice so far, but it seems like the bugs almost always get them before it's over. 
Um, so I'm not getting my hopes up too much. But I would be thrilled if I could ever actually grow a pumpkin one of these days. Once again, I was feeling a little disappointed with how I haven't quite planted the garden I hope to have, or at least it hasn't come to fruition like I hoped. But then I decided it's okay. It really is. I'm enjoying what I have and I'm not going to worry about what I don't have. And in the meantime, I want to continue to try and improve the soil and do what I can. I am happy to say that we did manage to mulch more of the garden than in previous years. I also have some red clover that's going to seed and I'm going to try to collect some of that. If you're wondering about the native plants I keep talking about um, planting, you might not be surprised to hear that I haven't gotten quite as far on that project as I would like either. I did plant a coneflower that I bought at the farmer's market a while back, but that's about the extent of it. But you know, I'm not giving up. In fact, I'm thinking about going to a pollinator garden class that's coming up pretty soon at the library um, and I think they also have one in dealing with problem soils I don't know if that's well we'll have to see what that is um, I may or may not go to that I don't know uh, but if I learn anything I will definitely let you know on the last episode I talked about participating in me made may and I'm a bit proud of the fact that I actually did it. I did what I hoped to achieve. Um, I wore my me makes quite a bit through the month, though I didn't wear as many of them as I hoped. A lot of pieces were actually repeated, which I suppose helped demonstrate which types of garments I prefer to wear. And it turns out I like really casual, basic, comfortable stuff in neutral colors, which I kind of already suspected. I've been trying to keep up with the me-made trend and continue to wear the clothes that I've made myself more often. I've also been thinking about making a few new things. I want to be really deliberate about it though and make sure these are things I'll really want to continue to wear for a long time. I was about to say that I haven't bought any new fabric lately but then I realized that's a lie because I did buy some rosy blush pink sort of cotton fabric. This was probably a couple months ago now though. I still haven't done anything with it. I'm thinking it will become pants. I've also been discovering, let's say, uh, fabric that I had forgotten I purchased. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty bad. But for the last several years, I really haven't been buying fabric like I used to. I used to, and again, years ago, uh, tend to buy fabric I liked without always having a plan for it. And I'm not saying that's always a bad thing to do. I don't think adding to your stash is horrible uh, in and of itself, but I've realized a lot of times I wouldn't even give much thought to whether or not I would be able to use these fabrics in a practical way. So now when I buy something, I like to at least have an idea of what type of thing I could make with it. But I did sort of just whip up a dress recently, actually um, the day right before the craft show, and it turned out nicely because I had the fabric for a long time and I was kind of letting the ideal garment design stew in the back of my mind for a while. So even though it was a project I jumped into and finished pretty quickly, it still turned out to be something I will probably wear quite a lot and not just uh, an impulse item. Once again, it would seem that this is just an update episode. 
which hopefully isn't that bad of a thing. Despite not actually making any, I've been thinking quite a bit about the content I produce. That's nothing new with me, but I've been thinking about the way I think about it, if that makes any sense. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, maybe, that there was a time when I thought I was going to be a real content creator. I always wanted to plan everything out and have a schedule and make X amount of patterns in a certain amount of time, which isn't a bad thing, I know, but I think now I want to start approaching my blog and probably the podcast too as more of a creative journal, which probably won't mean any big changes for anyone else, but I think I need to make this switch mentally for myself. I plan on posting new patterns um, once I have some, and I actually do have some. I just need to get them digitized and everything, but, and also hopefully offering helpful advice and instruction. But for a while, I just haven't been feeling it, I guess, and I'm trying to let myself be okay with that. On a somewhat related thought, I started reading a book called How to Do Nothing, Resisting the Attention Economy by Ginny O'Dell. I've only read part of it, but so far it seems like a pretty promising book. Yes, it is about how social media is designed to buy and sell our attention and how this can take attention away from more important things. And we all know the score there. However, I have gleaned quite a few new nuggets of wisdom from this book, and it doesn't feel like just another volume on how technology is bad and makes us dumb. My point is, Odell quotes the French philosopher Gilles Deleuze, whose name I am likely butchering, but he says, We're riddled with pointless talk, insane quantities of words and images. Stupidities never blind or mute. So it's not a problem of getting people to express themselves, but of providing little gaps of solitude and silence in which they might eventually find something to say. Repressive forces don't stop people expressing themselves, but rather force them to express themselves. What a relief to have nothing to say, the right to say nothing, because only then is there a chance of framing the rare and ever rarer thing that might be worth saying. In this case, I feel like I have been my own repressive force, telling myself I have to get stuff out there, and then I still don't. This is why... At least for a while, I'm not going to be doing that, hopefully. <laughs> I know that sounds a little contradictory because I do want to start creating tutorials and patterns again to share, but I'm not going to tell myself I have to. If I can give myself permission to not do anything, perhaps something will come about. We'll just see. Thank you so very much again for spending some time with me today. And I do plan on talking to you again before another two months pass. <laughs> Maybe more like two weeks. <laughs> if you ever want to reach out or have questions about anything, please do not hesitate to contact me. The best way to do that is by emailing me at mothandrustdiy at gmail.com. This is the part in the past where I would have said you can also contact me via social media. Um, the, you still can do that, but I honestly haven't been on social media that much lately. And sometimes messages for some reason don't show up there. Um, so again, the best way is email or also by going to my website, mothandrustdiy.com 
and filling out the contact form there, which goes directly to my email. I will, of course, put all the links to my site and accounts and everything else I talked about on the episode in the show notes. You can find free patterns, tutorials, and a lot more at my official website, mothandrustdiy.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you are well, and please take care of yourself. Thank you.